Okay, so your team played well and won the wildcard game at the 2019 Scotties, but before we get to that, can we talk a little bit about your team's adventure at simply getting to Sydney, Nova Scotia in time for the wildcard game last year? Uh, it definitely was an adventure. Um, we started out in Lethbridge, and Jess and I, um, because our team lives in different cities, so Karen and Christy were up in Grand Prairie, and Jess and I were down in Lethbridge, and we our, the plan was to meet in Calgary and then fly across to Nova Scotia, but with the bad weather kind of all across Canada, things changed. So our flight in Lethbridge was actually cancelled due to some bad foggy weather. Um, so we immediately were knew that flights across Canada were being cancelled as well. So we ended up driving to Calgary and trying to get a plane from there. Um, we eventually got on one and then we were stuck in Toronto. Um, which was interesting, and then Jess and I were uh, stuck without a vehicle. We couldn't find a hotel room close to the airport, and that was a bit stressful, but we did manage to find something, um, had a very early flight, so we got about three hours of sleep, had an early flight, and then headed off to Nova Scotia, where we landed in Halifax and then took a bus to Sydney. So it was, uh, it was a, an adventure and we definitely got to see some new parts of Canada that we would not have if we were on a plane the whole time. Once you get to the Scotty's venue for the wildcard game, you get one practice. Does the fact that the wildcard game is an elimination game change your routine or the way you set up your practice? Usually at an event like the Scotty's, the Canada Cup, etc., teams typically use a first game or two to get used to the ice and, and rocks and find their groove. You get no such wiggle room in the wildcard game, so I'm wondering if you had to change your pre-event practice routine in Sydney in any way. Um, I don't think so. I think actually it was nice because we only practice on the one sheet, and when you practice pre-Scotties, you you practice on all sheets, so you feel a little more a little more rushed, and you have to learn a lot more from every sheet. So I think that it was beneficial for that that we got the same amount of time to practice, and we could really kind of focus in on learning the ins and outs of the sheet, and you know the speed of it, and trying to match rocks and figure out which rocks we were we were going to play with. So um, I think in that case, it might have been, it was kind of nice to have that longer practice and to learn just one sheet in preparation. That being said, you're definitely not, you know, getting that extra time to learn all of the sheets. Um, so we did know one sheet really well, and that was that was good for that particular game. In curling, you typically have a chance to build up towards an elimination game, which is not the case for a wild card game, which comes right at the beginning of the event. Did you find that you and Team Anderson perhaps played it a little safer in the early ends last year as you both tried to figure out the ice and the rocks on the fly, as it were? I think a little bit, yeah. You always kind of enter with that little bit of caution just because you don't want to blow it in the first, you know, four ends of the game. So just kind of, you know, making sure that you are learning the sheet because it does potentially change a little bit and with the crowd, and the crowd in Sydney was awesome. It was huge. Um, you know, we had some people telling us before that, oh, there probably won't be that many people in the stands, but it was full. It was awesome to play in front of such a large crowd. So I think that, too, kind of plays a little bit of a factor in how you approach the game as well, and just more for, like, a, a nerve standpoint, I guess, you know, playing in front of that many people. And for us, we definitely felt like it was a really cool experience to have that and to play in front of a, a large crowd but I think you know looking back the game was a little bit cautious at the beginning and I think nerves definitely played a role 
um, for, for our team in particular too, um, we kind of blew it on the draw to the button and Anderson's team nailed it. So they had Hammer going in and we're a team that likes to have Hammer, but we're okay with not having it. So that didn't get us down too far, but I think both teams were definitely cautious out of the gate. Carrie Anderson had played N1 at the wildcard game the year before, albeit with a different lineup. Did you sense that she might be a little more comfortable to start last year's wildcard game than you were? Yeah, potentially. I mean, it's always nice to know that feeling going in, just like, you know, playing in a provincial final. And that's kind of how we approach the game as playing in a provincial final, because that is really a, a one shot and then you make it to the Scotties or you lose and you don't. So that's sort of how we were approaching the game. And I think for Carrie, I have so much respect for her. She's such a great last rock thrower and she's you know, she makes a lot of pressure shots. So we knew it would be a tough game going in and that, you know, her having played in that game before was probably a bit of an advantage as well, just because she knew the pressure of it and knew the feeling of playing under that pressure. I mean, it's obviously a small uh, sample size so far, Casey, but since the uh, wildcard game was instituted a couple of seasons ago, uh, the wildcard winners seem to do really well at both the Scotties and Briar, including yourselves, going 6-1 and one in the round robin last year. Do you think that playing and winning the wildcard game is an advantage over the field because you're already very much in go mode by the time you start the round robin? I think it does for sure. I think it's, it, it is a, a little bit of an advantage to play in that arena, um, you know, get the feel for the crowds and the arena and the ice. And then, you know, that win is, is big. Like, you, you feel you're on a little bit of a high because it is a big win. It's very exciting. And so I think that we kind of use that to our advantage as much as we could in the beginning of our round robin just because we, we felt, you know, pretty good and we felt really confident after that big win. And finally, Casey, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you for an update on your team. I know you recently became a mom for the second time, and a couple of your teammates are expecting as well. How's everyone doing? Yeah, for sure. Um, it's very exciting. We are having a baby explosion, not only on our team, but in the curling world, it seems too. So it's a really exciting time. Jess is almost uh, at the end of her pregnancy, so she is due um, early March. So that's really exciting. I'm excited to be an auntie. And Carrie-Anne is due in July, so early July, and she's feeling really well. And we are planning on playing in a little spiel in Edmonton in March. So Carrie-Anne will join us for that, and then she will um, hopefully be back, you know, earlier in the season. But she probably will miss a little bit of the, the front part. But, you know, that's something that we've come to adjust to. And as for myself, I'm feeling really good, and my youngest is doing really well as well. He's two months now.